Hey, everybody. Welcome to Cruise Control. It's December 1st. I can't believe it. 2022. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for being here. We're here to talk about movies, TV, streaming, news, pop culture, and how it affects you and the entertainment industry. We have a lot to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about the newest Alzheimer drug. We're going to talk about weight loss here in LA. We're going to talk about some trailer stuff that's been happening and some kind of crazy stuff with that. And we're also going to talk about in our main subject tonight, Neuralink. Oh, Neuralink. Anyways, let's get to work because we have a lot to talk about today. So everybody ready out there? Let's get into it. Everybody, welcome back to Cruise Control. I am your captain and host, Brian Cruz. Thank you for being here again tonight. And it's been it's been a day. It's funny that today has been all the trailers I feel like have been dropping for every movie that's coming out this summer and this spring. And we have some stuff we want to talk about there. We have some stuff that's Neuralink, a lot of crazy stuff happening with that. But you know, as we do every day, I'm gonna introduce our, our co-hosts here tonight. Joining us again is Miss Lauren Lindley. Lauren. Welcome to the program. Thanks for being here. Really appreciate you being here. Yeah. And it's 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 December first. Like, how was it December first? It doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. I'm just like, wow, November's done. And that's my birthday month. So I'm just like, goodbye, birthday. See you next year. (laughs) But Sabrina's gonna be here in a second joining us just because I'm in a mood right now and it's been a day. I think I'm going to jump right into something that we don't normally do here on Cruise Control, but I think, I think I'm going to throw a fit. Some for throwing a fit. <laughs> this is something I want to talk about right now because this has been happening. They're talking about it in New York. We're talking about IATSE. IATSE right now. Right now, they're up for an actual election in New York. And everyone's worried about what's going to happen with the union. They're talking about non-union people working. The union members are worried about who's running. There's controversy here. And it's just like, guys, you had a moment to work this out and you held up and you held up and you almost had a strike. It was so close. You had every opportunity to deal with this shit then and you didn't deal with it. Stuff is still happening on set where people still aren't following the rules. I hear it all the time. So like, what's happening with your union? You're one of the biggest unions. Like, take care of your shit. I hate to say that, but you gotta work on this because there's just, if you don't trust your union, then who's has your back? Like who really has your back? Cause the union is supposed to take care of everybody. But apparently IATSE isn't taking care of their people, which is just unfortunate. And they have this New York presidency happening right now with someone stepping down. And it's like, okay, they've been there forever. So now we have to figure this out. And you want to take care of your union members. Don't let them go to the wayside. That's not right. So I'm throwing a fit about this today because it's just driving me nuts when I read about this. I'm like, IATSE, how are you having problems? Now you have the DGA that might be striking. You have the WGA who might be striking. WGA, it's, it's just like, it's just insane. Ah! Throwing a fit. Lauren, what do you think about this? <laughs> Have you heard about what's happening here? Because for me, it's been driving me nuts all day. And I just like, I'm like, let's just jump into it. Because it's just like, why are we still talking about this? I Well, you know, unions theoretically take your money and they're supposed to be negotiating on your behalf. And um, Supposed to be. 
Well, reality and uh, expectation are often different things, just like the blurry, laggy video you've got going right now. So, <laughs> oh, really? I don't know if you're aware of it. Um, I mean, it looks it looks fine on my end. That's weird. Yeah, no, maybe it's just on mine. But it's uh, when I grew up uh, in the '60s, uh, my father was union, and uh, he was Jimmy Hoffa was was his it was his uh, in in Michigan, and um, yeah, I mean, I I think that. Like many things, um, when unions were formed initially, especially in this country, there was, you know, the the, the Great Dust Bowl, there was mass starvation, um, the U.S. governments were firing on their own people who uh, were thrown out of jobs and their families were starving. And so the unions formed to create protections for, well, you know, uh, organized groups of, of laborers. And uh, for decades, um, even though there was a lot of grift and corruption, because wherever there's two dollars, three people are going to want, you know, to fight over it. Um, but uh, it, it worked really well. But I think that we see across the board, um, increasingly, unions are failing the workers. The companies that and that people that, that people work for are failing them, and we're sort of caught in the middle between two people who claim to have our best interests at hearts or two entities rather, but um, yeah. maybe doesn't always. And, um, you know, and New York right now, it's, it's the greatest American city hands down. I mean, LA is great. The weather's fantastic, all the rest of it, but come on. I mean, we're talking about New York city here and yeah, um, of all true. of the cities to pull their head out of their asses. Like this would be the one to do it. Do yeah, you, crazy they, people, they violent people off the street and have the unions working. Yeah. Uh, joining us right now is uh, Miss Sabrina Vittori. Sabrina, I hope they can hear us. Welcome to the program. This whole thing, though, this whole thing, though, it's like they're worried about New York going to a right to work state, Hello? which would be very unfortunate. I can hear you now. Yeah. But I mean, the fact that it, it's not going to go to a right to work state, I don't think in New York, I wouldn't think so. But the idea that this is happening, they're worried about it, of course. Every time there's an election within the, within the union, people worry about who isn't becoming the power. This guy's been there for like 18 years. So it's a big change in New York and they're worried about what's going to come. And honestly, this probably could have been worked out. You know, if they're already worried about like these non-union people coming in and take union jobs, they should have worked it out before. You know, mm -hmm. we, I mean, we should have worked this out before all this. But now here we are. Here we are talking about IATSE again. And then we have these other contract negotiations coming up later. So hopefully they figure it out. We're throwing a fit about this. I, I was saying that I'm just upset about IATSE being back in the news because honestly, IATSE shouldn't be in the news anymore about this. They had their contract negotiation. They said everything's worked out. And now they have a president that's stepping down and they're worried about what's going to happen to the union, especially in New York, because they're worried about it going to a right to work state, which I can't see happening. But it's still like they're nervous because there's there's some talk that one of the people actually running might try to change things and let more non-union people into the union and then and take away jobs from people who are paid up and are supposed to be vested in getting these jobs because that's what a union is supposed to do, take care of you. It drives me nuts that we're talking about this, but we have to worry about it. Unfortunately, have you heard about this, Sabrina? I, I actually have not. And uh, IATSE uh, typically or historically does take care of their unions. Um, I was very upset to see this last that they did that just barely passed because they were coming out of a pandemic and people didn't want to vote no because they didn't want to not work again. They didn't want to go on strike and have no paycheck. So they kind of settled on things that they didn't really want and that didn't really benefit them. Um, and I thought that was really unfortunate. And not only that, but a lot of shows aren't abiding 
by the things that they fought for. Like shows are still not giving them the proper turnaround and things like that. And so, you know, that is really sad to me. And, you know, now this it's, it's, I mean, it's unconscionable. I don't, I don't know how you could do that. Like you're, you're, that's what a union is for to take care of their people, yeah. you know, and, and it's really, really unfortunate that they're letting something like this happen. And there's the flip side too that there's a flip side too that you know that people need to have an opportunity to get in the union, which we get. People need to be having a way in, but you know you still have to take of care course. of your union members. So but they have permits for that. When it, when it, when someone's in permits, then you have like all the you, you're allowed to apply and do your OSHA tests and everything online. And then when they're in permits, you are allowed to work and you can get in the union that way. Or if three in the morning, a production, you know, someone calls and it's like, uh, they're a grip, let's say. And they're like, I, I can't work tomorrow. I broke my leg. And you can't find someone else to cover and be there at 6 a.m. You can then bring in someone that you know that is a non-union person. It's an emergency thing. It's not supposed to be used regularly. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, there, there are places and ways that you can get into the union, you know, legally that doesn't hurt union members that aren't working. Right. Yeah. It's just, I just want this taken care of. I hope we don't keep talking about this. I hope they work it out. Everything they're saying about it's going to be okay. And there's overreacting and they'll find a new president. Everything will be great. But I still want to throw a fit about it because I'm like, this shouldn't be happening. We shouldn't be worrying about this, but unfortunately that's what happens these days. But and for, Anyways. Those who, for those who aren't in the industry, could you just let them know what the acronym stands for? Yeah, IATSE is for, I mean, let me do the whole breakdown here because it drives me nuts too, but it takes the carpentries and stuff like that. Uh, oh God, Sabrina, do you know what, you know what IATSE is, exactly stands for? Uh, I really don't to be this as sad as that. Lauren, you put me on the spot, Lauren. I'm throwing the fit at Lauren. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. No, I mean, just to explain, like, who do they cover, basically? Yeah, I mean, they they cover grips, electric, they cover carpenters. Yeah, it's pretty pretty much everybody on set. The bulk of the crew that are actually running. Except for the actors and except for uh, the DGA. It's everyone else. Right. Yeah. So they're like one of the biggest so crafty, crew member grips, unions. electric, like everyone, camera department. Yeah, it's everybody. So the nuts so, and bolts of what keeps the production going at like a base level, like without those people, you couldn't do anything basically. Yeah. So that's why when they were saying before Absolutely. when they might have a strike, they were worried because well, it would really shut things down. Right. And they have the most power really, and they never really had a big strike like that. So it was a big, it was a big worry. But we're talking about strikes more and more. So I want to throw this out there. Everybody leave comments what you think. We got a lot to talk about tonight, so we're going to move on. This, what, Sabrina? I can I can tell you really quickly what IATSE stands for. I'm sorry. It's the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees. Mm-hmm. See, I knew it was international. That's all I had on top of my head. <laughs> but here we go. Let's yeah, just in. Like I'm Sorry, Sabrina. We got a lot to talk about today, so we're going to dive back in. So I want to talk about this Alzheimer drug right now, Lacanamob. Now, I, I'm probably Lacanamob. I always will, you know, butcher it, but it's hailed as a momentous breakthrough drug. But there are some <laughs> side effects with, with with bleeding. They're talking about bleeding in the brain, and but a, it might be something that could actually help people, which is a big deal. But it's still kind of one of those things that's had issues. But this trial in the UK went really well. So they're saying it could help delay, though, and help postpone Alzheimer's. 
Mm. Lecanema is an antibody, like those the body makes to attack viruses or bacteria that has been engineered to tell the immune system to clear amyloid from the brain. Amyloid is a protein that clumps together in the spaces between neurons in the brain and forms distinctive plaques that are one of the hallmarks of Alzheimer's. Slow that decline by a quarter, and it could equate to an extra 19 months of independent life. But we don't know that yet, she says. Yeah, that's the thought that maybe it could lead to another 19 months until you start really losing your mind, which is a big deal for, I mean, it's over a year, you know, for somebody, it's almost two years, you know, for, for someone just to have with their family and their friends. So that's, that's the trade-off. That's what they're saying it could be something good. On the flip side, though, it's not huge. They're saying they're not expecting huge results from it, but still it's something better than what they've been giving people before. And it's a sign that maybe they found the path to actually stopping the plaque from building up and helping people get their memories back and keep their memories. Lauren, I know you heard about this too. What do you think about this? Do you think that this is something that could help people or do you think that there's more risks than actual the trade-off for the benefits? So I, it's probably um, a, a good first step. I don't think it's... Um... I, I don't know if it's going to actually be in wide use because my very limited understanding, because I only had about 15 minutes to look at this, was that um, the, the neuroscientists were saying that if you can get it up to one point, I think it's at 0 0.5 now. And so it's a noticeable difference, but it's at like I, whatever their gauge is, is that it needs to come up a little more to, to actually see uh, a vision an actual improvement right so yeah. it, it's not that it's going to suddenly make your loved one or you for that matter if you have it um suddenly lucid and wanting to um take a course on astrophysics but what it does do is it starts to retard the um, buildup of protein and and like the buildup of protein and over excessive protein in the body causes tons of problems all over the place and so i'm hopeful that it's a it's a good precursor. It's a good first step to, you know, they've learned a lot from the trials about like how these proteins um, interact and how the plaque is formed and how to start dissolving or preventing it from forming. My grandmother died of it. And um, yeah, and, my grandmother too. Yeah. And, um, and I have friends who have relatives who are currently suffering with it it's a, it's a really terrible disease and like to be physically disabled is really tough stuff but to lose your mind is it you you not only lose a limb or or you're in pain or whatever you lose your whole identity and worse than that you don't Walk even away. remember who your loved ones are or the things you used to enjoy you know at some point so anything that can be done to you know but there is that. Uh, several people left the study because the side effects are so severe and there is a lot of um, there's a, a, a high risk of bleeding, brain bleeds and things like that. So, again, like when you're on the cutting edge of science or art or anything, you're, you're going to it's going to be making a big mess till it all comes together. And I think this is a good first step, though. Yeah. And as we show up here, I'm going to show you a little, uh, you know, be a little slide about this. But they're saying that. For the blood, the brain bleeding, it's 17% uh, of the participants actually saw that and 13% saw brain swelling. And overall, 7% people, of people given the drug had to stop because of side effects. Yeah. So that's the trade-off right there. And that's just in the UK study itself. 
So Sabrina, you hear about this, right? What do you think? Do you think this is a good drug? Do you think they're going in the right direction? Or do you think that the risk is not as good as the benefit? I mean, it is one of the first experimental dementia drugs to appear to actually slow the progression of cognitive, uh, cognitive decline, you know? So I, I think that that's miraculous. And I, I agree with Lauren that it's a very good first step. Um, but to be honest with you, like, I, if I was losing my mind and didn't know where I was every day and woke up in my own home, but didn't know it was my home and didn't recognize my kids, like I, I feel like for me, I would probably give it a shot, honestly, because I, I wouldn't, I, I can't imagine a, a more difficult thing to deal with than not knowing who you are. You know, uh, it takes us such a long time to figure out who we are in life and then to have it taken away from you through no fault of your own, I, I would imagine is one of the most difficult things that you could possibly face. Um, so I, I think every drug has side effects. I, I don't even take Tylenol when I have a headache. So this is, you know, it's tough for me. Like I, I'm not a medicine person. Um, but at that being said, like if I were in that situation, I think that I would risk the side risks, risks in, in order to know my family, to know myself, to, to experience life again, honestly, because what life can you live when you don't know what's happening? Yeah. And like I said, like my, my grandmother went through it and it got to the point where she just leave the house and have no idea where she was at. And my grandfather would be out searching for her. Both my other grandparents had dementia really bad. It was the same thing. It's like the decline of who they are. They start losing who you are. And that's, it's one of the most unfortunate diseases that are out there because the mind, I mean, like, like you're saying, it's like that's you, you take your whole life to find out who you are. And then all of a sudden it's just stripped away from you. And it's like taking you away before you're even gone. I just can't even imagine. And it's like it runs in my family, Lauren. You're saying it runs in your family, too. It's 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 a little scary thing. You know, it's a very scary thing to go through that as you get older. Like what can happen to your mind? It's yeah. it's 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 tough. And then you, there's no control. That's the problem. And if these plaques really are the problem, they can actually stop it. Then that would be huge. But they've been working on this research forever. Uh, my uncle and my aunt out of Lansing, Michigan, actually are very involved with the Alzheimer's like foundation, and they're actually helping trying to develop these kind of treatments. So I'm always talking to them about advancements, but still after all this time, like my aunt's mother as well passed away from Alzheimer's, but there's no, they're, they're still not there, you know? And this, this of course is a, a ray of light. Maybe it's an idea, but it's still not as effective as it could be, but still 19 months, it could be I good. Mean, it could be good for somebody. Mm -hmm. Honestly, find me one drug on the market for anything that at the end of the commercial, they don't say side effects include, and it goes yeah. through yeah a million things. And the last one's always death. You know what I mean? Like no matter what it is, it's diarrhea, <laughs> nausea, this, whatever, and, and death. And in some cases, death. Every time. This is, like, so this is going to come too. with side effects. There's this, always going to be a percentage of people. A surgeon told me once that, um, because I was, I was worried about side effects for something, you know, to avoid doing surgery, you know, and I thought... I said, well, you know, maybe it's it's actually safer to do the surgery than take the drugs, you know. And he's like, well, why do you say that? And I said, well, look at the side effects. It, 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 it's it's as long as a damn Shakespeare play, right? And yeah. he said something yeah. really interesting: if you don't have side effects, the drug doesn't work. It's not doing anything. It, yeah, yeah, this is yeah. like the homeopathy scam and all that bullshit. Like I'm a naturalist, yep. you know, I'm a vegan and I, you know, I tend to be a very naturalistic sort of person in terms of how I live my daily life. 
but if I'm in pain or I, you know, I, there's a drug that can increase my ability to function or whatever, bring it on, you know, within reason, obviously, you know, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm a naturalist that will take drugs if necessary, you know? And that's kind of today's whole theme is like technology, medication, treatments to help you live longer, advance longer, become more level up in a lot of ways, as people would say, like in video games in the world. Uh, This is one of those things that maybe a lot of actors would try too. think about there's a lot of big actors who just can't act anymore. Bruce Willis because of his mind. You know, it's it's like this happens to people. It happens to celebrities. It happens to anybody. And the fact that you might have a treatment that could help, and if they keep advancing that, it might allow people to thrive longer in this business if they have treatments and let people have a better quality of life, which would be huge. But the question is for you, everybody out there, what do you think about this? Would you take it? Let us know. If you want to know, would you take it? That'd be, I mean, I don't know. I, if I'm in that situation, I might try it too. Like if, if you're looking at, if you're forgetting, and it has to be early though too, but if you're forgetting and you're having issues and you know the path you're going down, you know, sometimes you're like, well, what's, what's the worst thing that can happen? Do I, do I just let it happen? Or do I take this into consideration, these risks? And I maybe, think Medicaid. Maybe on another show, we can talk about like uh, diseases of the mind where like dementia, when, when my, my grandmother had it. And uh, I, one of the things that I noticed was as the drift occurred and, and the gulf between reality and wherever she was going was getting wider and wider. I started to contemplate like, esoterically what does this mean i mean as you as your as your as your consciousness you're still alive and breathing and you're still conscious in your brain but you're not registering your reality anymore and so it's like a very long rainbow bridge from life to death that you're living you're actually living in in a sort of half in and half out of life state and in those moments what's going on there? Like when you're in a deep coma and when they wake up, they've been to space, they've been to, they've talked to relatives who were dead for a hundred years. They, you know, they had all kinds of revelations about who they are and the world. And so maybe in another podcast, we can talk about, uh, about that. But in the meanwhile, yeah, you know, you probably want your faculties as long as you can. So. Yeah. yeah. Or this might be uh, what we were talking about yesterday, Lauren coming in and out of the matrix. Anyways, what do you think about that? We're going to move on to our next subject. And this is about the latest fad in Hollywood for weight loss, which apparently Ozempic is a drug people are taking, which is for diabetes. They're taking it for weight loss now. All right. (laughs) The drug is an insulin regulator for the pre-diabetic made by the Danish pharma juggernaut Novo Nordisk whose primary side effect is dramatic weight loss. It has saturated the industry in recent months, helping the beautiful and wealthy shed extra pounds in the never-ending Los Angeles pastime of optimizing appearances. Hollywood nutritionist Matt uh, Mahalwald tells Variety that the chief benefits of the injections are moderating and pulling back insulin secretion and slowing down your stomach from emptying. It promotes satiation from food. Jesus yeah, so this, <laughs> I know, but this, this too, though, they're saying that you just don't, you don't feel hungry, you know, you just don't feel hungry. So it's the same idea as, you know, you're stapling your stomach, you staple your stomach, you're not hungry all the time, you eat less, you lose weight. 
So they found out in these studies and as people have been taking this medication because it's been out there, everybody's probably seen the commercials. Oh, 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 Zampic. You, you've probably seen those, right? They're, they're, they're very catchy. That was kind of O'Reilly's, but it, but I mean, it's something like that. It's something like where it's very catchy. It was O'Reilly's, but it, it was something like that. And I've seen the commercials a million times. And they're like, oh, Zampic, yeah, treat your diabetes, you know? So I've seen them a million times. So when I saw this story, I started laughing because, I mean, the jingle is wrong in my head. It's totally wrong in my head, but I still heard the jingle. So uh, <laughs> I, I swear to God, Brian, before you said anything, I was saying that in my head. And I'm like, no, that's the auto parts. Like in that's my brain, I sang that song. Yeah, it's to- and I it was totally like, that is. is not it. <laughs> it totally is. But that's what I'm saying. I, I, there's a jingle. It's something like that. Someone out there can, you know, go oh. on, you'll see it online. But but yeah, so people are taking it now for weight loss, which it does make sense. You know, of course, if you know, if you take something and then, you know, it makes you less hungry, you lose weight. But the FDA and everybody's saying like, this is not supposed to be for weight loss, but they're still going to their doctors here. And it's happening in LA a lot. And they've been like, give me that Ozampic. I need that. I need oh, 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 Ozampic now. So I lose my weight. Sabrina, you hear about this. What do you think? Would you take Ozampic <laughs> if you were at a situation no. like that? You'd be like, yeah, oh, 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 give it to me. Or are you like, oh, 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 no. No, 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 is what I would say. No, absolutely not, dude. I'm not taking a, a pre-diabetic drug to lose weight. That's ridiculous. Like, I, I understand that it's hard to not eat everything you want and, and like get up and run every morning or like exercise. Like, I understand that. And if you don't want to go that route, like do something like a cleanse, you know, like maybe that, like, I, I don't, like I wouldn't inject, it's injectable by the way. And I'm yeah, certainly it's terrified of needles. It's a shot. So I wouldn't inject some pre-diabetic drug into my body to lose weight because I'm lazy. Like that's absurd. If you want to lose weight, do the work. Like well, I people want the fast track drug. They want to just this. get it done. One, two, three, knock it out. Get yeah, that weight great. off me. Well, you know, well then, then do the master cleanse. I don't know what to tell you. Like that's insane. But this I, is I better than master cleanse for taking a needle, quick dropping. It's not better. First of all, it's like it's not good for your body. Twelve to eighteen, eighteen hundred dollars a month, and you are injecting yourself with something that is not meant for you. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people can I, afford I that out here. It's, They're like, whatever, I'm just going to do it. People can afford it. Sure, They're like, sure. It's quick. I mean, yeah, some people can, but like, you know, you asked me yeah. if I would do it. First of all, no, I can't afford it. Second of all, no, it's stupid. So there, that's my answer straight up. I can't, I can't imagine, like I said before, I don't even like to take Tylenol when I have a headache. So I'm not going <laughs> to inject myself with Ozampic. Oh, oh, oh. lose five pounds. <laughs> like, sorry, I'm not doing oh, it. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Lauren, are you all about this Ozampic? You ready to jump on that O-O-O trail or what? Oh, I would oh, take oh, Fenfen oh. before I injected, injected myself with Ozampic. How much, Remember how Fen much, Fen, Lauren? How much? Yes. I had a friend who has permanent heart damage from that. Um, well, former friend. Yeah. She was a weirdo. Um, anyway, how much <laughs> do they say a month? Uh, they're they're saying uh, a lot. Between 12 and, and 1,800. Here's yeah. the deal, Hollywood. You freaks. Listen, <laughs> I'm an old school rock star. I am not advocating this, but cocaine's cheaper. <laughs> and for fuck's sake, you've already got a trainer, a stylist, a masseuse, and a, a chef. A personal chef. Add the cocaine, mix and stir. Hey, presto, we're back Probably in the here. It's probably healthier, honestly. It is healthier. It is. When you okay, I'm just gonna tell fe- you right please now. Please get fentanyl test strips and test it. And make sure you're not gonna die of an overdose of fentanyl. 
I promise you that if you start digging into dysregulating <laughs> the sugar levels that balance out your entire digestive and hormonal system, and you're going to choose to do that instead of hit the gym and, you know, I mean, as it is already, this is Los Angeles, you can go to jail for, you know, three to six months for the overuse of carbohydrates. So look, just go the extra mile. <laughs> Literally. Also, so it's, it's the Keith Richards tour diet. Just do that. Be careful oh, here in LA crazy. though, because the fentanyl like spikes in LA are pretty actually high. That the, they found out there's more deaths from fentanyl here in LA. I, I just read that actually. Amazon, I think it was yesterday. You can test it. Just test it yeah. and there then do that. It's Not that we're promoting cocaine here on Cruise Control Uncensored. It's a fucking joke. Remember? To be fair, to be fair, getting injected with Ozampic is also drug abuse because it you is. don't have. You're not pre-diabetic. So it's the same yeah. thing as taking pain pills because you feel like it or taking this because you want to lose weight. It's not prescribed to you. You don't belong. You're not supposed to have it. Like a doctor's not prescribing it to you because you need it. It's because you want to lose weight. So and it's and a lot of people will do it. Drugs. And it's not the people way, taking shape, the drugs that should go to jail. It's the doctors that look, the thing is, is that with the, with the, um, with the fentanyl yep. and all of that, they, they weaponized medicine against people who are truly in pain. So now people are left to suffer in horrific pain because doctors are afraid because- And they can't get drugs. They can't get the drugs they need anymore. Fucking day in medical school, okay? But if you are a doctor prescribing some Hollywood hack- Ozampic. A a pre-diabetes drug, an injectable $1,800 a month diabetes drug for weight loss, you are- evil and you should go to jail but you know they because, won't because cocaine it's, dealers would get years in jail and i i am i am going to do research this weekend but i i just instinctively know it's not as bad for you yeah, <laughs> yeah. but ozampic i can't i can't even imagine like, who's, the first, who's the first person who's the first person though it's like this is great for weight loss injected with ozampic <laughs> but like but who's saying to do this like who's uh -oh. like i'm gonna just do this and go to my doctor get that ozampic like that sounds great for me i guess i guess it had to be Something's somebody happening. that was i guess it'd be somebody that was actually having issues yeah, or they lost weight and they person everybody. who lost a bunch of weight yeah yeah so hey mary yeah. tyler moore stayed thin and she was a diabetic so hey right let's do yeah. that you know i mean hollywood <laughs> hollywood needs to needs to take a good hard look at itself and have it have a talk with itself like you know what are we promoting here every day it's a you know new what the, shit the show. problem is yeah well like it's like what's they, the problem it's, there's a lot of mixed <laughs> signals like you know there's like the uh, like a group of people who are like yay be proud of your body be proud of what you look like you don't have like kim kardashian is an example right she made it in vogue to be very curvy even though her curves are fake <laughs> she still was like it's okay not to be a stick figure anymore you can have an ass you can have tits like it's totally fine you don't have to be fucking twiggy that's cool. So she that was like in vogue for a little while. Now she's like super skinny again and also white. So I don't know if she's like bleaching her skin or what the fuck's going on there. And she's blonde. So like you, whatever, whatever is happening is like happening because of what people see. So like I read this whole article like two months ago, because all the two, two of the Kardashians, the Chloe and Kim were blonde. Oh. 
the light skin instead of dark skin and very thin. So they were like, the, the Kardashians are making it in vogue again to be fake blonde and thin in Hollywood. So it's like, well, whatever the trend is, but at the same time, there's people out there like Lizzo, who was like, I'm loud and I'm proud and I don't give a fuck what you think about all this. Cause I'm going to yeah. rock it. I'm going to be happy with myself. And there's a whole yeah. group of people who are like, fuck yeah, go girl. But at the same time, they're like, that bitch is fat. So it's like, you can't have it both ways. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's so LA to be two faced like that. They're like, you go girl. That bitch is so fat. Like, what do you, it's not, you have to either be celebrate that and be like, I wish I was that comfortable with myself. I wish other people were more comfortable with themselves. I wish they didn't have to go inject themselves with fucking Ozempic to feel good about themselves. Oh, oh, you know what oh. I mean? But then yep. they shame people who are promoting that same like body comfortability. Like it's, it's, you're fucked out here. Yeah. You don't need to take Ozampic to be a Hollywood movie star. <laughs> I'm just saying you don't need it. No matter what they're telling you on Twitter or Twitch or which we're live on tonight, by the way, we're live on Twitch for the first time. Hey, Maybe that was a streaming issue. Hello, Twitch Twitchers out there. It's I don't know what happening I With you, Brian, yeah. not with Sabrina. Oh, that's weird because mine yeah, looks fine you look the whole fuzzy time. To me now too. It's been fuzzy and laggy for the entire show, but that's okay. It might be it might be a um a streaming thing because sometimes yeah. they 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 downplay our feed and that so it's be live and be fine. We'll find out later. It's oh, the first yeah. time on Twitch, everybody. We're also yeah. live on on Apple Podcasts yeah. and on Spotify, everybody. So you can find us out there too. But yes, I think oh, that cool. this is crazy. I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. So I'm like, let's just talk about this. Of course, people are taking Ozampic to lose weight. Why not? Yeah. Don't do it. Stop. <laughs> Everybody stop. Just stop. Yeah, please stop. And let's have some fun. Now. Let's get into some fun stuff because oh, right. I, it's it's fun, but it's also, I'm interested to see Lauren get fired up. We're going to do a new section right here because some, a lot of trailers came out recently. So I'm going to do a little bit of um, what I'm calling trailer talk. And I think it'll be fun to just talk about a couple trailers. It's some time for some trailer talk. So I want to go into two different things. The first one I want to go into, and then we'll talk about this and we'll discuss. The first one I'm going to talk about is something that Lauren actually is going to be very interested in. So, Lauren, uh, are you probably saw <laughs> this? I'm waiting. The trailer just came out for Meghan Markle. No, it's Harry's. No, oh, that is just coming out. We talked about the documentary. It's coming out in December. So we're going to play. Right now, this trailer for everybody out there. We hope you enjoy. Why did you want to make this documentary? No one sees what's happening behind closed doors. I had to do everything I could to protect my family. When the stakes are this high, doesn't it make more sense to hear our story from us? No. <laughs> Coming soon. Fuck her. Fuck her and the coming soon. <laughs> Enough with that bitch. But I, this is this is something we talked about before. I don't. 
Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do. She fucking she she ruined that guy's fucking but, poor existence. But everybody, he's, he's doing what's best for his family right now. He's a piece of crap. His family oh, meaning her and her, you know what I mean? Like not not his family that he came from, which I'm fine. Listen, like if you if you if your family, like your parents and your brother or whatever, like they're not are not not supportive of a relationship that you're in, you should be comfortable enough to talk to them and explain to them what the situation is and that that you you're not being happy with my choices are making me unhappy and it's a struggle for me in my life. And I need you to get behind me because I love you and I don't want to lose you. And I love this person and I don't want to lose them. So we need to find a way to make it work. You know what I mean? But, but this she, is best for his family, though. This is best for his family. <laughs> well, he's just, they don't have any royal money coming in anymore. And she's washed up. So they're just, they, they're, that they need to make income. So they're just going to yeah. sell off like little bits and pieces of this poor guy's heritage. Because no one gives a fuck where she came from. No one gives a fuck about her fucking documentary. How many times can I hear, I felt so exploited when I was a suitcase girl. Fuck off. Like enough. This like it's like all his shit this isn't trailer yeah. talk sorry, this Lauren, is trailer trash this is trailer trash that might be fun to call it trailer <laughs> trash well, trailer trash well, section <laughs> let me tell you something well, what if there's they a good trailer? over backwards for this little d-list gold digger i first of all zero talent she gaslights him harder than a victorian lamplighter in london jesus christ <laughs> i has been look look when they were kids, before Diana passed away, well, died, let's put it that way, um, she made William promise to look after Harry because everybody knew that he was a troubled boy, okay? Yeah. The royal family really tried everything they could to support him. He went off on drinking binges, drug binges, dressed up in Nazi uniforms Jeez. at parties where all of these um posh boys were dressed up as kkk members nazis brown shirts and 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 blackface okay um her wardrobe and travel expenses that the royal pa family paid for whilst the queen who was in her what 90s at the time was doing 200 or more um unpaid by the way um all none of the royals are paid for their royal duties and you know doing the openings and going here and going there and all of that um she spent more than 10 <laughs> of the princesses, uh, dames, duchesses, and baronesses combined. <laughs> they only did 72 events in three years. Wow. Then she sold out her family and his family for blood money from Netflix. 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 <laughs> I like that. And, oh, God, Netspit. Netspit. We're going to call it. Let's call it Netspit. <laughs> yeah, Netspit is right. I mean, I, you know, I was really upset about this cuties, like child porny kind of bullshit that Netflix puts on from time to time. And then by season three of The Crown, you could see, uh, uh, and that was the last time I watched it. Uh, because I know my royal history. I'm a monarchist. I've read 
hundreds of books about the monarchy, watched every documentary that came down the pipe, and I grew up with them. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, she was treated better than Kate, than any of Harry's previous girlfriends. They bent over backwards. And as far as the royal family and, and England and Britain being racist, let me tell you something, because nobody ever cracks a book open anymore, apparently. Uh, <laughs> Great Britain was the first country on the face of the earth to wholesale condemn and make illegal in every way, shape or form any kind of indentured servitude or slavery of human one human being by another on the face of the earth. And as recently as the late 80s or early 90s, maybe even later than that, a Caribbean country that is 97 percent black when they were voting on whether to stay in the Commonwealth, leave the Commonwealth, or the smaller islands that were <clears throat> invited to join the Commonwealth, they wanted to join the Commonwealth, okay? There has never been, now, the royal families in history get up to some weird shit. It makes Hollywood parties look like a, you know, a church fate by comparison, but <laughs> being racist, systemically racist, especially the British royal family is just not true and, and like we talked about you're to, trashing uh, your family again you know yeah it's like i'm not trying and to, they're being um, paid millions of dollars to throw a century-long tradition under the bus it's not gonna work there was a american, american uh uh woman i guess a black woman not african-american not, i don't know the proper term and, and the point is she was born in britain so she was british she was a british woman but she was black um, was visit was visiting the castle and uh, the queen's lady in waiting, who was a very high ranking official there today, just today, um, kept questioning her and asking her where Where's she was Hossie? really from. And, yeah, and she resigned for racism. So I don't, I, I understand what you're saying, but it wasn't about racism. The upper class. Well, why did she resign? Because there was pressure to do so because of all of this bullshit. Lady Susan Hussey. Well, that woman felt people. very uncomfortable. I don't care how people feel uncomfortable. The the the, the people they they see. If someone made you people, feel uncomfortable, you wouldn't care. I would accept the fact that shouldn't your feelings be important? Could I could I explain what the because I do know sure. about this and it wasn't today. It was yesterday. Um, yeah, I haven't heard about this. She. Okay, so this was a they 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 were talking. Well, she resigned they, they today. Send minor royals to you know meet and greet and press the flesh with the with the commoners and all that. So, um, in in very in okay, so the very upper class. I don't mean wealthy people. I mean aristocracy and very um, working class people have a lot more in common than all of the people in the middle because. People at the top, they're very forthright and everything like, you know, when I, when you go back to Michigan, right? Yeah. Because we're all, uh, Brian and I are Michigan people and, and Sabrina's a New Yorker, right? So, hey, where are you from? What are you from Queens? You're from Brooklyn. What? You're from Detroit. You're from Flint. Well, where in Flint? Are you going to be offended by that? No. In, in aristocracy circles, everything is about... That's not what she said. She said, where are you really from? She said, I'm That's from right. here. I was born here. And she said, no, but where are you really she from? She meant the origins of where her family... What is your or family heritage? Because in royal circles, 
as well as in working class families. You're very family oriented and you're more likely as a working class person or, uh, or aristocracy to know your bloodline and where you came from than the middle classes because they've got the middle classes and the working classes working 60 hours a day to pay the fucking rent. How are you going to go do genealogy searches? Okay. So I believe with the every fiber of my being that there was no malicious intent. And I will go so far as to say this too. When Queen Victoria was on the crown uh, or on, on the throne, Harriet Tubman, who everybody should recognize the name, mm. she no was awarded finance, money from Queen Victoria. She was given gifts. And when Harriet Tubman died, her most precious possession was a shawl that was made especially for her by Queen Victoria's um, seamstress or whoever it was that, you know, whoever had the royal warrant to do that particular thing. And you, and look, because aristocracy, like the working classes and the poor, are much more forthright, there's less of, it's less about manners and more about just get, like, Prince Philip often sounded very um, I mean, harsh. Lauren, Lauren, I, I, I have zero problem with, I have zero problem with royalty, like zero problem. I'm not attacking them. I'm just merely stating something that happened. And yes, they also know, asked how dark the baby was going to be. Like, I mean, I, you can't say that there's zero I want of racism to hear the name. I Look, they've made yeah. $100 million off of hanging racism over the head of the royal family without naming one fucking name. Who is it? Oh, and yeah, I'm not. Dare tell me I hate the, I hate her. I, I'm not a Meghan Markle fan. I'm just stating a fact. I know. Can I can I say what she said about this whole series fast? Yeah. <laughs> let's let's have it from uh from from Megan's uh words herself here. Uh she was saying it's nice to be able to trust someone with our story. A seasoned director whose work I've long admired. The Duchess said, Gross. my husband has never worked in this industry before. For me, having worked on suits, it's so amazing to be around so much creative energy and to see how people work together and share their own points of view. That's been really fun. Oh, my God. She is such a bullshit artist. I think she's just. She's yeah, been on one yeah, fucking show. I worked on suits, she said. She's been on I mean, one like, fucking show. She's, she makes everything about her. She makes everything about her. She's like, well, she's if not it a duchess. Story, should it be from us? The Duchess. That's the quarter was the Duchess. It's not about you. Why it's is she him. still using a racist said, title? Let's take it down the river. Let's take everything she says is true. These are horrible racist people that treat everybody like dirt. No, no, Why no, is she still no, calling she's herself not saying that. Why it's is variety. Variety called her a duchess still. It give was variety. Title, give up the money and go back to being a D-list celebrity on a show that I would rather watch paint dry while somebody was scratching their nails across a blackboard and she was the worst actor in it. I just have no well, interest in why... this at all. Like this whole docu-series, I'm like, what's the point? They spent again millions of dollars again on these two the point is to make money because they are not getting a stipend anymore from the british government but do you think the same thing's gonna happen like so they have to make money helping out i'm sure charles is still helping well maybe now but they were not prior they were not prior now what do you think that i don't know you think Netflix is going to be just mad as Spotify was? Because like Spotify did the whole series with her for, you know, and they're like, we're, we're, we spent, you know, um, 1.5 million Hi, per episode. And they're like, we're done. Hey, Chris, do you think that Netflix will be like, well, what the hell do we spend our money on now? You know, I, I feel like they're going to might, it might be one of those things that doesn't do that well. And also like, like why are you getting involved in this family drama? It does, the, 
it's just because any chance to air dirty laundry about the royal family, people are gonna fucking watch it. So they'll pay yeah. in order to and and I Lauren, I again I think it's fucking wrong. I think oh, no, it's wrong. I, I wasn't she's an outsider. I, she, I know. Her. I'm saying she's an outsider. She's yep. turned him. It's like divide and conquer. She took him away mm-hmm. from them and fucking filled his head with shit. And now the, the, he's against them, which is shitty. It's really fucking shitty. Yeah, um, there were I, 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 I disagree a little bit good. with what you said about him being a child, like, and him being a problem child. I think it that stems too from you know th- his older brother being the knight in shining armor, being the most fucking popular, being the more handsome, being in line for the throne. I think he just acted out for that reason. I don't think he was a problem child per se. No, it's not I'm I'm just saying. And love makes people do weird things. It's true. Just like, I gotta tell you, look at this. Look at our little bot right here. Find your love here. <laughs> Just like our so bot gross. says. There's we're talking like five about of love. Those, by the way. I, five. I know we had we had it yesterday yeah. too. The bots are finding us. But I just want to so say with, with with all the bad, there's also but good. Stop you know? advertising bots. Fuck that. <laughs> Bye, with all the bad, there is also good. And this is something else. Like this trailer, I'm like, I don't know if I'm interested. I knew Lauren would be like, uh, but I, I was interested in this trailer, which we talked about before. Indie five. They're calling it the dial of Indeed. destiny. Indy 5. Disney and Lucasfilm have today announced their fifth Indiana Jones film slated for release in theaters June 30th, 2023. The Dial of Destiny. Now, this is one of those things where, like, I want to show this picture, too. Here's the actual picture of Harrison Ford de-aged <laughs> in the movie, which we talked about before. Really it, actually, it actually looks really good. It actually looks really, really good. good. And, and, and it made me go, like, okay. But I also want everybody to kind of just check out the trailer fast before we move on to our main subject of the night because I think it's fun. And I think this is one of those things where you might actually really enter, entertain you and enjoy. So here we go, everybody. Let's watch the trailer for The Dial of Destiny. I miss the desert. Sounds like we got some squid game. <laughs> I miss the sea. And I miss waking up every morning. Love how he's teaching now. Wondering what <laughs> wonderful new day will bring to us. Those days have come and gone. Perhaps. Perhaps not. Yeah, he's back. <laughs> I don't believe in magic. A few times in my life. Look at that. I've seen things. Things I can't explain. And I've come to believe it's not so much what you believe. It's how hard you believe it. Gotta grab that hat. This man, I'm her godfather. Related. <laughs> Get back. Oh, shit. <laughs> Indy's back. 
Who is the actress? Let's let's bring that up. Actually, I thought it looked really good though. I, I mean, what do you what do you think? Like, I think that compared to the the Crystal Skull one, I think this looks more like the old Indiana Jones. <laughs> right? Uh, huh? Absolutely. It think? does. It does look. It does look. I mean, it just uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge. Phoebe Waller Bridge is in it. Uh, look, what? unless the brain is is eye candy in it, I zero interest. <laughs> it looks like every other Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, rather it than does. spending all that money de-aging him, you own the rights to all the other ones. Why not just cut clips out of the other ones and composite the thing and put it in there? It's just yeah, an I, excuse to. I think after the last one, I think after the last one where they had Shia LaBeouf and the monkeys, like like running with the monkeys, and then like him in the fridge and all that, they wanted to go back and try something else. You know, mm. Sabrina. I have to strongly interject. Phoebe Waller-Bridge is fucking brilliant. She's yeah. amazing. She did yeah. uh, that that uh, series Fleabag, um, oh, which yeah, was oh, fucking yeah. amazing. She's yeah, a brilliant yeah, writer. She was she wrote uh, part uh, of of um, uh, what's 007? What the fuck? Uh, the newest 007 movie. Oh, the one that everybody hated. The newest I, I still, no. I still no. haven't seen it. The, the latest, latest one? No. It was, I, I don't know. She's, she's amazing. She's an amazing writer. She's an amazing actor. She created Fleabag on her own. Uh, won shit tons of awards. I don't know why it only went two seasons, but I watched them both in like a day and a half. She's yeah, amazing. Yeah. She's she was a really good actress, a really good writer. She's crass. She's strong. She's fucking epic. And yeah. I, I, now that I know she's in it, I will watch it. And I also love Harrison Ford, obviously. I understand the whole, um, you know. No time. The, the last I think it was Indiana No Time to Die. The last one. Yeah. No Time to Die. Yeah. Where they made yeah. James Bond get on his knees and act like a little bitch. Yeah. I wasn't impressed. I didn't see he the last one. In bits, but I, I mean, it was no like Skyfall or, or, or um, Casino Royale or something like that. You know, just, the franchise is losing steam, I think, the 007. And it's I'm, the same thing we talk about that, all the time. Think of some new damn ideas. Just think of some new ideas. Come on. I agree. And <laughs> well, I, I think Alexander show. agrees as well with the cash grab statement. I get that. Um, yeah. At the same time, I, I have because it's Harrison Ford and because I love her, I will watch it. I, I wouldn't. That Shia LaBeouf shit was was offensive. Yeah, and you got you got some old school players coming back. You got some old school players. You got a new director. It's not Spielberg this time. There's no Lucas involved this time. We'll but see the what the MacGuffin is. is. The same, uh, yeah. Oh, John same, Williams, uh, of course. Composer. Need John Williams. Writes and also Jurassic Park. Composer. Yeah, John, you can't you can't get rid of John Williams theme. That's like Indiana Jones to a T. You know, you can't get rid of that. So yeah. I'm interested in it. I think this looks better than the Marco one. I'm just saying. So uh, listen, for fuck's sake, Brian. <laughs> I mean, about the blue is better than there is Rude. little you can tell me that would be less bad than this documentary. Yeah. But what does everybody else Watching think out there? This drying is just a on a wall might be more interesting than Meghan Markle. 100%. We just wanted to touch this trailer talk a little bit. We might do some more going along. But what do you think of Indiana Jones 5? we got to move on because we have our main topic we have to talk well, about tonight. Really quickly, Chris Pinigo thinks, eh. And uh, Alexander says it's a cash grab, which, I mean, 
It is. It's a cash. It is a cash grab. And I think I think Harrison Ford really wanted to do a good one before he's done. And that's what I think. I think he only came back because this had to be something good. The trailer looks good. Hopefully it's good. What does everybody think out there? We got to move on to a little bit of a tech talk. But this is no just ordinary tech talk. This is tech talk with a scent of musk. I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying this is, that I have all the answers here. So we talked about this briefly yesterday, but I really want to dive into it today because really this is the big news I think that came out of Elon Musk territory yesterday about Neuralink. So he had a whole press conference yesterday. It was about three and a half hours long. I watched a bunch of it. I skimmed through some of it. Um, I love this picture of Elon Musk, so I laughed when I saw it. But he went to Neuralink and he finally said that six months from now, first human trials. Elon Musk is confident Neuralink brain chips will cure blindness and restore mobility as he aims for human trials in six months. It's like replacing a piece of the skull with a smartwatch. Elon Musk's company Neuralink is developing a brain chip interfaces. These could enable disabled patients to move and communicate again. Yeah, and that was the, the big thing he was talking about really was like the health effects. And they had, again, they were showing like the, they had monkeys again that had the implant and they had them just sitting there like looking at the computer screen, which I want to play that for you. I got a, a quick little clip here that I can show you, but he has, it's, it looks very interesting to me, but I'm also, there's also some ethical things we could talk about here Hard too. No. But well, let me show a quick little clip though, and we can talk about that afterwards. This is just quick about him talking uh, Re replacing a piece of skull with like a, you know, a smartwatch, <laughs> uh, for lack of a better uh, analogy. Um, so, uh, so you can see, you really can't, it, it, he looks pretty, he's normal. Um, and I think that's pretty important. If you have a Neuralink device, like I could have a Neuralink device uh, implanted right now and you wouldn't, <laughs> you, you wouldn't even know, I mean, Hypothetically, <laughs> I maybe one of these demos. In fact, one of these demos I will. Yeah. And Lauren, this is what I was talking to you about today. The way he stuttered about that and he was talking about it. Does Elon Musk already have the Neuralink? Yes. What do you do? You Probably. think he has it? I mean, it's, it's, it's fascinating. And the fact that he did that, but the fact that you watch like, and that they use that, they replayed that footage from last time that monkey actually just controlling it with his mind. Apparently they can like scan the whole brain and have them actually like push the buttons and, and like make the pong, that was please playing pong and make it all work. And then they record that data. Then it goes back to the chip and then they actually do it with the mind. So his mind's actually controlling the pongs moving back and forth. And then Elon said that, of course, they've had issues with the humanity with it or, uh, you know, how they're treating the, the monkeys. So he said, well, they get their best, their favorite dessert. They get a little bit of a banana smoothie every time they do a good job. Every, like, few times it goes, they get a little squirt of banana smoothie. <sighs> Let's go to Lauren, because I think I can tell by your side. What do you think about this? Do you think that the monkeys are okay? And also, monkeys are not okay. And would you I do this? I would do it, um, but not the first generation. Uh, what I this is my Achilles heel with Elon. 
I, I do think he's the most interesting and important person on earth now since David Bowie died. Um, but listen, assholes, stop torturing animals, you pieces of shit. The second thing is, is that what any reputable scientist will tell you with the advanced technology that we have now <clears throat> to continue to test on animals is dangerous because we have cell culturing models that can take pieces of living brain tissue, put it in a medium, run electric currents through it, and continue to operate as if it's a functioning brain. All right, so there's no reason to be torturing animals anymore. Okay, so that is the one big disappointment with me and Elon Musk. Otherwise, you know, I, I know you love Elon. What, what about the the, the real time practical practicality of it though? Like real time, they can. I am tell, all like, about the monkeys, technology. I just you know? we have to wait a while because, um, like Alex said, Alexander said, um, "R.I.P. Humanity." And in some ways, he's right. But the the question really <laughs> is, is, is that a bad thing? That's the question. Because yeah. honestly, that's where it's going. That's what Elon's, we talked about this before. Elon is already saying that he thinks we're in a simulation, but he's pushing the barrier towards that, like logging people in, getting into the grid. Now you can just think about something and you know it. I want to show some pictures from this before Sabrina, we go to you. But this are like some pictures. This is also, in there, you know, graphics for that. They're showing that where the way the chip works, it connects to the whole uh, nervous system, the fact that they'll be able to actually maybe make people be able to walk again, have people be able to talk again, fix blindness. But look at this, this is like what they're saying. So if you look at the human brain, what they're saying, these receptors go in all these different areas, they send actual, it's, it looks crazy. It's like actual, if you see this, this is the actual practical effect they were doing surgery in the event. It's a little black string, if you can see it, that's an actual receptor going into a, a, a made up brain, but that's how it works. And they pop little hair receptors in the different parts of the brain, just like this subject where all those circles are, those receptors go, and then it connects to the actual chip. And this is actually the device that does it. A robot puts it in your head. It's not even like a human. There's an actual machine that they said, it's funny because they're talking about it. It's like, like it's a, they, the word they use is like, it's an adequate machine or something that, that does it. And I'm like, wait a second, how tested is this? I mean, that you're going to be able to put like, and how, how practical is this machine and how precise is this machine that it can get these receptors into your brain? Like it's going into your brain, you know, literally taking off the top of your head, putting it in, putting your head back on and it's done. And he also said that this is updatable. So as technology changes, the actual hard implant can be updated and it will work with technology because he said in his whole thing, he's like, you wouldn't want to be putting an iPhone one in your brain when we're already at 14. You don't want to do that. So it's like, it should be able to progress an update but when i saw this i was like "Ooh, the way it's like into your brain like that i love this idea i do kind of like it it scares me the hell out of me but i also love the idea of being able like oh i can just think and i know something <laughs> or i can just make that or i, I can make that like like a kid that, that the monkey's playing pong on the machine that sounds cool to me with your mind with your fucking mind like what this is the future but also like lauren said it's scary rain it Sabrina, in buddy rain i know i I know, I know. But Sabrina, you hate this kind of stuff. It scares the shit out of you, I know. What do you think about this? when scare you scare me. It's fucking stupid. I know. What do you think about, though? Go I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not scared. I'm not scared. How many 
people do you talk to that are like, I won't have put an Alexa in my fucking house because they're going to listen to what I'm saying. You think Alexa is a fucking problem? They want to put a chip in your fucking brain. Are you fucking in kidding me? Are you kidding yep. me? Jack so, right in. The government's going to listen to you talk about what you're going to make for dinner and how many times you farted yesterday. Like no one gives a fuck about that, bro. But you're going to put a chip in your fucking brain. Like that's insane, ridiculous, and fucking stupid. You never, ever, 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 <laughs> ever, 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 am I going to put a motherfucking chip in my motherfucking brain? You can go fuck yourself, okay? I Samuel L. Jackson your ass right now. And Alexander, thank you. You you named three movies, Total Recall, Terminator, and The Matrix. Would any of you like to be living in any one of those fucking movies? Hard motherfucking pass. Okay? So I- no. No, that's the dark side of it. I mean, uh, you know, if you're going to do this and and directly penetrate into the neural network nope. of someone's brain, you if, if that is hacked or it doesn't even have to be like a malicious thing. It could even be something like software problem, the software problem or something even more organic than that. Like we have implantable what devices. Your thoughts? Where's your life? like that chick has a nice you, rack, and then all of a you, sudden everyone's like, "Oh, it's like yeah, fuck you 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 could get a brain infection because the brain um it does not interact well. Yeah. like yeah. individuals are different, and so that's all obvious. You could reject it. The that's brain can reject obvious. the chip. That happens a lot of times with implants and I'm, organs. The body rejects I'm, it. I'm the, the brain about can reject if it. Everything went perfectly. I'm talking yeah, about yeah. everyone. I would do it if everything went perfectly. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. I, I, I'm, I'm definitely thinking about it too. Perfectly, <laughs> I'd still tell you to go fuck yourself. I'm still thinking about but it. Lauren, I the also idea agree being, with you. Like, thanks for doing that almost, on, you know? on gorillas. No, Brian, please stop. You guys are ridiculous. It's getting there. We're getting there, you know? No. Like, moving Hard things with your fast. mind is amazing Hard to me. Fucking like, fucking fast. I, I know. That's what you... <laughs> but the thing is, too, there's also the other factor of... Who controls it? Can they control you that way? Like, how does it affect your brain? Thank you, Chris. If they can control you, if they can make you do stuff, all of a sudden, they can control everybody just like that, maybe. I mean, that's the scary part about it. I also kind of feel like Elon Musk might already have it in his head, the way he talked about it. It seemed a little bit interesting because he definitely, he I mean, he t- he's not, he's, he kind not, of, he's just not yeah, a good communicator. Yeah, he, that, there's that flip side, which I will say yes. But also, just just that moment made me have a pause because you saw people react. To, people loved it though too. But then again, those are his people no, that are coming there. Anytime they talked about, event. they mentioned everyone's like, Wee! they're it's going like, crazy. Yeah, like calm down. It's insane. Where, but it, but who would ever thought the fact that maybe they can make people speak again? And and if you look from two thousand one until two thousand two, they've doubled the speed of it. So it's 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 getting better and better every year and if you can make people like speak again you maybe make people walk again live a better quality of life that's the people that i'm gonna need some first. cold hard and then see where it goes on that shit you know what i'm saying yeah, but, it, but I, I like we were just talking about three minutes of chimpanzee study which by the way fuck you for testing on animals yeah that okay. sucks too that sucks too but like we were just talking about where it comes down to is it humane but also like how is it going to yes, affect you later on you know, and that's what it comes down to. So yeah. if it doesn't, if it, if it's good for you, if it, if it doesn't like destroy who you are and it can benefit society, just like we were talking about the Alzheimer's drug, if it can benefit society it's and it can benefit you and you're in a bad health situation. Your... What if you're in a health situation? Maybe you're in a bad health like you, situation. You can't fine, speak like anymore. People just want to like download themselves. It's not, it's like that show upload. It's ridiculous. It's well, getting there though. It's well, getting there. Well, 
I mean, my, my insight about that is that the reason that this is all happening, and I'm not saying that it's good, bad, or otherwise, I'm just telling you what I've observed, is that um, large swatches of the scientific community and the and intellect and intelligentsia um, tend to be atheistic. But we are but one of these scientists actually found what's called the God gene. So there's a part in your brain that actually craves the way some people crave chocolate or cocaine or that diabetes drug um the, the um you know they, they, they crave communing with something bigger than you are right so if you take an external god out of the mix right yeah then you have to create your own gods and what better god than you so that's the esoteric part of it. The, so is the, Elon Musk trying to be God? Well, maybe. But the thing, I, I don't know that he even, I, I don't know. But I, I know that. They're uploading he, all of your personal data and information into something. Like, I, I yeah, don't know. They're, doing, a hard they're doing that with everything you, you do anyway. Yeah. Everything so you the, have already. The people who yeah, are. on a computer, not my fucking brain. If, what if I think, oh, geez, I have to fart. Or fucking, oh, God, this guy almost said, like, it's like, there's. There's a, there's a difference than what you search on, on the internet and what you internally stuff. fucking think and do. It could change change even crime. Like they might do like minority report where it's like precog. It's like all of a sudden you think about killing somebody, they have that information, they, they take you out before you kill people. Well, they don't take you out, they just reprogram the wet works. Or maybe they do that and they stop and you from having I will reprogram those my foot okay. in your ass. Leave me the fuck alone. So then alone. there are questions you need to ask. Yeah. Okay. We, we are a suicidal race. We consume to the point we will be like horses. If you leave a horse in a barn full of hay, they will literally eat themselves to death. They have no off switch with their. That's why you have to really monitor horses in particular. Birds do the to same make sure thing. that they don't overeat because their stomach will burst. Right, we're that horse in an unlimited barn. Okay, so the point is going to come where humanity is going to fuck itself so hard that you don't want to be alive on the earth or we're going to get to a point where it's like a um like a uh, logan's run where the people who are chipped um they're in the dome and they get everything but then you know they're they're probably or maybe 30, the people who are chipped go into a fucking concentration camp lauren like why who no knows? no not, I'm not the getting chipped. they you get paradise shove it up your fucking ass no not not the kind of money Fuck that you're you, going to spend on And that's what's what fun about this. What about those that, chips? That's about more this. like American society. <laughs> it's going it to happen. Everything. There's no chance that this is not going to happen. And the uh, and the people that have the chips are going to run the world. And they are going to be the gods of Earth. They may not be oh, gods of the universe, but they that. will be the gods of Earth because you're going no. to be able, if this works, you're going to be able to act Yeah, they'll be the gods of Earth because they can control your fucking thoughts and what you fucking they're do. Know like, everything. fuck off. And some people could use people it for good, and some people could use it for control. bad. Oh, fucking this. Oh, fucking that. Fuck you, dude. You're going to let someone put a chip in your fucking head? This is ridiculous. Well, People use it for good and bad. That's what I'm saying. It could be used for extreme bad or extreme good. Can you imagine, like, having access to the whole internet in one thought? In one thought, though. That's that's why that's what will lure people read to it. It'll lure people to it. Read a fucking book. Be a but human. Society, like, stop it. Just society stop. doesn't want read books robot. these days. We're dealing with we're dealing yeah, well, with tough shit you know, that ADD. they can be stupid and you can be smart. It's the ADD world, you know. Yeah, they want it now, we've got, quick, we've fast. Got too many stupid people. 
And now what we have yeah, is Yeah, well, the that's mob. obviously a huge problem. So you're going right? to upload information to people's brains so they can not be stupid. They're still but, stupid inside. But they're not going to, they will never chip everyone. This is going yeah. to be for I elite can't. and wealthy people and I'm scientists. Done. It is way too expensive. For the next 50 to 100 years, there's zero chance that the general population <laughs> is going to have these chips. It'll be cool, be cool till Elon sells it to Russia or China. Yeah. <laughs> China. Wait, Alexander, you are my favorite fucking watcher. Please come back. You're amazing. It's hilarious. You are That's great. amazing. No, but you I don't mean, know. I that could happen. I also love you. But Alexander, you're coming with it tonight. You're bringing it. No, he's, um, an, he's awesome. That, no, I agree with you. That is it. the problem. If you if you get someone controlling your mind, but I'm gonna I'm gonna this be the devil's advocate. What we, the flicker rate of the screens we're looking at fundamentally changes the biology of our brain. It changes how we think, what we think about, and our reactions to it. And back okay. in the day, when electricity was coming into the first houses, the majority of people said that. Indoor lighting was Lucifer. It was of Satan. And within years, we were all going to fall into a pit of hell and God would wipe us all out. That and was we did. <laughs> and when, when, the, when the pig valve came, when when the, they were replacing the human hearts with pig valves, and now there's, there's uh, cardiac implants and all the rest of it. So listen, I, it's inevitable. I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm saying stop testing on animals, you sick freaks. But then yeah. beyond that, yeah. it's like society is going to go where it's going to go. And if you want to stop this from happening, start acting like Listen, an actual human being and, I, and I, defeat it. Otherwise, we're going to all be cyborgs. I want to say one more thing about Musk before humanity. we move on. We are the fucking problem. We are the problem. Because anything in the in the, in the the hands of humans is a fucking problem. Because everyone can be sold. Everyone can be fucking bought. So you have this technology, just like, thank you, Alexander, said, like, until you sell this technology. You have the world in the palm of your hand. You have to trust that human being to world. give a fuck about humanity enough not to fuck it up. So Absolutely. I 100% believe that any technology that is detrimental to society, to the world, to anything is very dangerous because if one human holds the power, we're all fucked. But we have, we have enough nuclear weapons to blow up the world 10 times and somebody has their finger on that button. And maybe it'll make us all better There's though. A code. You never know. Yeah. I want to say, I want to say one more thing about Musk many before we continue. That choice, Lauren. It's not one person. One more thing Musk said, everybody, because I don't know if everybody saw this. Sorry, but one more thing over. Musk said. I saw it. Uh, uh, one more Sunday thing. Musk. I just want to play one more set to Musk. I have the, uh, the honor uh, of having the most liked tweet of any living human. Um, oh, <laughs> this is. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for liking my tweet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that, that, that was the where I tweeted about um, that, that next time buying Coca-Cola to put the cocaine back in. It's definitely, it's clearly something that the public really wants. And, you know, uh, Coca-Cola Corporation should really think about going back to their roots. Um, you know, some Coca-Cola. Um, I mean, this, this, I guess, is the reason why our grandparents could sort of walk 20 miles in the snow. Uh, because... <laughs> They had Coca-Cola with cocaine. That's it. Real reason. Was that a laugh track? That was a laugh track from like. No. Yeah, there's Sanford a laugh track in there too. 
Yeah, but Elon having fun with that too. I guess, I guess it's the most like tweak or tweak tweet. So the fact that you know he has fun. I hope that he's like a good person that won't try to destroy society. And this is only trying to help. And I think we talked about that yesterday too, about how people are saying that he's just trying to help the world and he's not trying to destroy it, but he did say we're in a simulation already. And he keeps pushing towards that kind of stuff. The Coke cocaine back in Coke. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> we we're talking yes. about cocaine tonight though. So I'm like, why not talk some more about cocaine? So <laughs> this episode should that's be called Musk cocaine and a neural link. I don't know. I mean, it's just wild. Musk Musk Kane tonight. All about the musk and the cocaine. But the Neuralink thing is interesting. That's why it was our main subject tonight. Elon, whatever you're doing, you're causing entertainment for everybody. That's why there's always a scent of musk here on Cruise Control. Anyways, we've gone through this a lot. The last thing I'll say is that the that Elon Musk said that the that he had warned Google and the the governments of the world multiple times about how dangerous it was to uh, develop AGI to the point where it was sentient and conscious because it would be the ruination of humanity. And he realized that they were not going to listen to his warnings. And he decided to to start Neuralink, not because he wanted to chip everybody and be a god, but because he wanted to give humanity a fighting chance against the people that would use this for evil. So he set up a sort of good and evil situation. And we'd better hope he's not a laughing Lex Luthor. Let's hope not. I don't think he is. He is funny. He's having some good moments. At least we can laugh once in a while. The stuff he's saying, what's he doing? And, you know, we hope, we hope the best for him. And hopefully this is a good thing. That's what I want to say. It's hopefully it's a good thing, but now it's time for today's takeaways. We're at that point in the show. uh, It's been a great talk tonight. It's been a lot of fun. We're at that point in the show where we call it today's takeaways, where we each get a moment to go through and reflect on the episode and talk about something maybe we didn't have a lot lot of opportunity to talk about. Maybe there's something that we want to bring up we didn't have time to talk about. This is our chance to have that moment and say something that's on our mind and our takeaway for the episode. Let's start. Let's start with Sabrina today. Sabrina, what's your takeaway from today? Uh, my takeaway is that I would love is if Alexander and Chris watch every day because your comments are amazing and super fun. Um, <laughs> and also stay the fuck away from my brain, Elon Musk. Those are my takeaways. <laughs> Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Bye, Felicia. Lauren. Bye, Felicia. Lauren, what's your takeaway from today? What are you thinking? What's 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 dwelling there after this whole episode? Well, I, I concur with um, with with uh, <laughs> Sabrina. You know, uh, <laughs> Alexander and Chris should be here every day. Um, they should. And uh, so my takeaway is not about Elon Musk. It's about those damn grifting Markles and <laughs> people who are enabling this. People think, oh well, you know, it's a tempest in a teapot. It's just a bunch of privileged people fighting with other privileged people. But that's not what's happening here. Okay, mm-hmm. they are systematically pitting people against each other by race, by class, and by access to the media, okay? So you think, oh, well, who cares? You know, the the royal family can absorb the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune because they have a bunch of fucking money and all the rest of it. That's not what this is about. It's about feeding in to slander. These people have, if they have not straight up lied I want to hear the names of the people that supposedly said all these terrible things. They're not going to give the names because they don't have them. 
And you can use the media as a weapon against others. And I personally am aware of more than one situation where people who are completely innocent have been destroyed by innuendo and lies. And it's not just about two really awful people getting far too much privilege for their own good. It's about the platforms enabling people to lie and slander people and be rewarded for it. So stop it, Netflix. Stop it, Spotify. Give up your titles to the, you, you, the only thing you're the Duke and Duchess of is the Duke and Duchess of Hazard. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Lauren. I, I, I get it. Very and Lauren has a, pun, Lauren. I liked it. And Lauren has a deep hatred for, for <laughs> Megan. So that's why she comes up quite a bit. Who doesn't? It's kind of She's fun to cunt. see. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think that's uh, one of Sabrina's. So my takeaway from today. Very uncensored. <laughs> very uncensored. My takeaway from today. Uh, we yeah. don't really use the C word that often, but sometimes it might come up. But my takeaway really is, first of all, unions, take care of your people. Get in there and make sure that the people that paid top dollar to be part of that union are able to get work, can find work, can search for work. You take care of them. Don't just take their money and run away and be like, well, we'll take care of the highest bidder. Don't do that shit. My second takeaway is I love technology. I fucking love it. It's one of my favorite things. Like I said, I have a smart home. I love that every time the new iPhone comes out, I want it. I'm like, I have FOMO when it comes to all the technology stuff. I get it. I get this is cool, but we have to always be careful because technology could always be something worse. We've seen it in every movie. Hence, this is a, a you know it's an entertainment show, so we see it all the time in film and TV. It can be the worst, or it can be the best. Let's just find a balance, and let's only use technology that helps people and doesn't cause chaos and destruction. But only time will tell what happens with that. Anyways. Thank you all for being here. It's been a great show. It's been a lot of fun. Lauren, Sabrina, thank you for being here. Appreciate it as always. Thank you thank for being you, my Chris, co-captains. For supporting my blunder. <laughs> I love the C word. The origin of the C word was Cooney, and these were priestesses that guarded the temples of the goddesses in ancient uh, India and, and that area of the So the word cunt was actually degraded. It's a very nice word. That's two C-bombs this time. Well, thank you, everyone, for supporting my I'm vocabulary. <laughs> thank you, Chris. All thank right, everybody. you, Alexander. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Alexander. Come, everybody, come back. Please like, subscribe, share, share, share. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell these 20 or 40 people. Tell them about Cruise Control. You can watch us on YouTube. You can watch us on Facebook. We are live on Twitch right now. This is our first show on Twitch. You can go Rumble. And Rumble, we're live on Rumble too. Well, no, it's gonna play. It's a replay oh, on Rumble. We're gonna be live on Rumble. Rumble. Yeah, we're, we're gonna be live on Rumble soon. This is actually a replay. It'll 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 show within the next hour on Rumble, but it's all connected. Uh, this is the first time live let's on. Let's get Twitch. ready to Rumble. Rumble. Rumble's next. If you want to see us, or if you want, if you're driving to work in the morning, you're like, what should I listen to? Maybe I'll check out Cruise Control. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. Soon to be on TuneIn. We're starting with those two. We'll be everywhere shortly. Thank you again. Please join our Patreon. Support us. We're trying to do this for all of you. We're trying to give you the news, give you facts, give you entertainment. We're here for you, and we're here to have some fun. So thank you again for joining us here on Cruise Control. Happy Thursday. Happy first day of December. We'll be back the rest of the month. Have a great night. See you soon. Take care. Thank you again. Bye. <laughs>